Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but ha <laughs> never duplicated, 35, 36, no, no, make that 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums, straight up. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For the next hour, we're talking boxing, of course, and MMA. In other words, combat sports, open phone lines around the planet. You can join us if you like, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529, or the better, uh, no commitment, guilt-free text line. Say what you want via text, 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line, 415 275 1613. Emmanuel Navarrete, the former WBO 122 pound champion, stepped up to 126 pounds, was the winner last night on ESPN. Close fight in the scorecards, not in reality. Straight up, he is now like 37 1. Good fighter, no doubt about that, but I think he made the jump too soon to 126 pounds. In other words, he should have established dominance in 122. When you leave a weight class, it's after you kicked everybody's ass. Well, he didn't kick everybody's ass at 122, and now he's fighting in 126, and he is the 126-pound WBO champion. We're celebrating the life today of Eddie Futch. Who was Eddie Futch? He was a trainer. Originally, of course, born, I think, in Mississippi and made his way to Detroit, of course, at the age of five, but he became a world-class trainer. He was a fighter to an extent, but he was such a great guy. I remember one of the last times I saw him, I think it was his late 1989, and it was a little sad he was in a wheelchair. Anyway, bottom line is Eddie Futch was a guy that saved Joe Frazier from Muhammad Ali when he was killing him there in the Thrill of Manila. Of course, that was back in 1975. Was that long ago? Good Lord. Anyway, bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer joins me after the break. This is Ring Talk. Well, before you do anything rash, This. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hello, killer! Some of the new Tower of Power 2020 version. Check them out, towerofpower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Joe Joyce is going to get his just due November 25th, it looks like. Uh, he's going to hook it up with Danny Dubois. I'm hoping Double D just takes him out because Joe Joyce, Double D versus Double J. I'm hoping Double J gets knocked out because if ever was a heavyweight pretender from the U.K., it is Joe Joyce. Uh, last night, as I said, Emmanuel Navarrete, a winner, not all that impressive on my mind. Of course, I said the former 122-pound champion now fighting 126 pounds. And, you know, what's wrong with boxing? Some people ask me, what's wrong with boxing? Looking at this result last night, Super Bantamweight Saul, the Beast Sanchez, 14-1, 8 KOs, Destroy Daniel L. Uh, Alzacon Lozano, 15 and 10. You didn't think he was going to destroy him? 
for a vacant WBA title. You didn't think he was going to destroy him? Come on, 15-9 and nine against a guy 14-1? That's what's wrong with boxing. We At least we need the club shows to at least show look like that on paper to the fan walking in that this fight's going to be competitive. If I, wa- if I was going to buy a ticket for that fight, obviously it wasn't on uh, in front of a live crowd, but if I had paid, paid to buy a ticket for that fight, I'd have been ashamed because the bottom line is you don't want to see a guy that's 15-9 and nine in the main event. Speaking of main events, let's take it, of course, to Brooklyn and bring in the man that dreads the loss of the Brooklyn Dodgers more than anybody else. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer Jr. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Uh uh, unfortunately, the, the Brooklyn Dodgers are a little bit before my time, uh, and um, I, I guess it's an inside joke between us two because the New York Yankees uh, have been eliminated from the playoffs, and I'm very happy because I'm a Red Sox fan living in the heart of uh, Yankee land. Uh, I just did a little bit of trolling last night on Facebook, so <laughs> that's what the audience is probably referring to. Interesting. So How you been, brother? I'm fine, sir. What's on the mind of the box of boxing's PhD this week? Well, what's on my mind is that we are one week away from the most anticipated fight of the year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Teofimo Lopez, Teofimo Lopez against Vasily Lomachenko, and you know it's it's like a Christmas in October for those that celebrate it. Like, I can't wait. I concur, but, you know, I mean, the, the odds are long still in Lomachenko's favor, although they're starting to come down a little bit to like a three and a half to four to one. Do you think those odds are a little long? Do you think that it goes what? Yeah, I said, do you think those odds are a little long, almost four to one? Um, It's expected. I mean, outside of the, the hardcore boxing fan, no one knows who, who Lopez is. And uh, Lomachenko, who is not a you know, a monster star outside of boxing, but he is he's the world champion, and he has been for a number of years. He's been considered, if not one or, or number two, uh, the best fighters of, you know, one or two of the best fighters of the world, in the world. And, um, yeah, he should be the considerable favorite. And, you know, odds are what are kind of just predicting where your money's going to go. And uh, so I'm not shocked. I will... I would probably expect that the odds come down because, you know, you make a pretty nice penny if uh, if Lopez uh, does what he's been forecasting the last almost two years. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, he's been dogging Lomachenko for about two years, and he's only has about 15 fights. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see if his, uh, his precociousness will uh, be a... You know, be, be, uh, oh, okay. So, but but, but yeah. here's here's where I'm trying to go with this. Um, uh-huh. Three and a half, four to one favorite. Listen, was a three to one favorite over Ali, and they call that one of the greatest upsets of all time. I mean, would this be the, one of the greatest upsets of all time if Loman? I mean, if Lomachenko was to get beat by by an undefeated fighter? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think it's on that same. You know, because I, I really believe Lopez is a live dog. You know, and, I, and I'm I'm sticking with Lopez. I think that. It's time for a new era, and I'm, I'm picking Lopez to win. So, I, but, you know, so if he won, I wouldn't be shocked. You know, this is not Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, or anything like that, or uh, Lloyd Hunnigan beating Donald Curry. It's not. I don't think it's like that at all. You, you know, today, so, well, I, I hate to interrupt you, but boxing's PhD Socrates Palmer is joining us from, of course, from Brooklyn. Um, in Brooklyn, the Bronx. What, what do you? Bronx. What do you? What, the Bronx. <laughs> 
Is it the Bronx? Let me get it right. Yes, sir. See, we uh-huh. get, I, me, I mess my boroughs up often, and people stomp on me for it. If I say, I remember I told some guy, I said, don't you live in Staten Island? And he was a black dude, and he looked at me like, are you out of your mind? I didn't know what he meant. You know, I, then I figured out what Staten Island was. Okay, well, are you out of your mind? I said, well, no, no, Teddy Atlas lives in Staten Island. I said, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'll leave it at that. Um, boxing dates are changing, of course. Well, let's talk about Daniel DeBaugh. Uh, the undefeated lad and Joe Joyce, of course, both these guys from the UK. I'm hoping Joe Joyce finally gets his comeuppance, of course, when these guys hook it up in November. Um, is the fact that these live gates are not happening, is, is that getting these guys to come back to the table? Looks like Ryan Garcia is going to fight in, in November or December. So are these guys finally starting to realize that they can't get the super big money that they were getting and maybe they'll come around? Because Canelo is still not, still the only one that's not playing ball. Well, Canelo's probably one of the few fighters that can just sit you know, and not work for a couple of years, and I'm sure he'll be okay. You know, you know, uh, someone like Ryan Garcia, you know, unless he's getting a dollar for each Instagram follower, he's, I'm sure his money's not long like Canelo. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he's listening to reason and he's back in the ring. Uh, is, is it concrete? To have, is it going to be him and Campbell officially? It looks like him and Campbell are signed. Okay, that, that's that's a good fight. It's a it's a it's a very good fight. You know, it's going to be the litmus test for Ryan. Uh, he's fighting someone who gave Lomachenko a pretty good tussle. You know, for his, for a little while, and uh, he's definitely far more experienced. He's faced the tougher fighters. So you know, Ryan Garcia will be tested, and uh, you know, I'm happy to see that. You know, boxers need to be active. You know, and 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 more so now when. Everything is televised, you know, it's, or, or streamed, it's watchable, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a shame, you know, that he was, you know, negotiating himself into obscurity, you know, and uh, it's, it's not good for boxing, it's not good for his career, and uh, I'm glad that they finally are, you know, seeing eye to eye, him and Golden Boy. Okay, it's going to be some WBC eliminator, uh, interim lightweight title for Ryan King Rye, calls him Garcia, of course, 22, 22 years old, 20 no, 17 KOs. Um, Luke Campbell, good fighter, no doubt about that. And of course, um, Teofimo took him out, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Vilsim, no. Lomachenko and Campbell went to distance. Yes. All yes, right. correct. Right. Yes. December 5th, the site to be determined. Uh, it'll be on the zone. Of course, it said 22 years old. He knocked out Fonseca double F for us from, from Nicaragua in the first round. That left hook, who's got a left hook like that at 135 pounds? Who could crack like that with one shot? Bang. Wow. I mean, at that weight class and, and, and his height definitely is a monster advantage. Uh, his, his, you know, speed is, speed, punching power is the punch that you can't see. And Ryan Garcia has some of the fastest hands in the game. So um, I don't think anyone right now, you know, has a left hook like him in the division. And he's got a lot of physical tools and advantages that other fighters don't have. Um, then again, you know, against limited opposition. You know, we're going to find out if that left hook meets its mark uh, when he fights Campbell, who's a former Olympian and a, and a pretty good solid fighter. Okay, here's what I'm going to predict right now. I'm going to go out on. I'm going to. I'm going to be real bold right now. I'm going to. I'm going to predict that Ryan Garcia is the next boxing superstar, 
and that he will take care of Mr. Campbell and that he will fare well against any of the other lightweights. Hopefully he and Gervonta Davis hook it up because it looks like Davis is going to do his thing with Leo Santa Cruz, of course, and they're going to do this at 130 pounds. And Hector Martinez, Duran's former manager, weighed in and said, you know, you always call Davis a fat guy at 135. Will you say the same thing at 130? Well, it all depends on how he gets to 130. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, you were the first one to tell me that he looks like a dude that kills himself in the sauna to make that weight. You know, he's got a real chubby face. Um, I saw that he received a little bit of fat shaming online when the fight poster came out um, with him and Santa Cruz. And I know a lot of these promo videos and pictures are done when guys are months, you know, you know. Just when the fight is started, it's signed. I mean, so he looks—he he really looks like a fat dude. Some of Durant, some of some of Duran's pictures were like, "Yikes, man! Yikes! No, why did you take the picture of him? I mean, they got a picture of him down there." In, in Panama over his restaurant, and it's a picture of him with a WB 154-pound belt, but he's about 185, 190 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Of all the pictures you got to take of Roberto Duran and put on his restaurant in Panama City, you take a picture of him where you can stick a fork in him. He looks so fat. <laughs> he looks like a cruiserweight in that in that picture. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he. That's the only weight. That's probably the only weight class he never fought in cruiserweight. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. We're going to celebrate some birthdays a little bit later in today's show. Of course, Eddie Futch passing away on this day, October 10, 2001. He was one of my mentors. And I'll never forget the last time I really saw him in public. We were in uh, outside of Las Vegas. And he said to him, I saw him in a wheelchair. I said to him, Godfather, are you okay? He goes, physically, yes. He goes, and he grabs my hand. He pulls me close to him. He goes, but mentally, I'm starting to slip. And that really hurt my feelings. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Remembering the great Eddie Futch on Sports Byline. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The thing is that I'm still in his brain, I'm still in his mind. I'm the guy that he wants to get rid of. Birthdays. My mother was born October 7th. My Auntie Julie was born October the 10th. We celebrate both their birthdays today. I miss them both dearly, and I often get wet eyes thinking about them both. You are tuned to Ring. And I don't believe the hype. After your mother dies, it don't get no easier. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. We do, of course, coming to the, come to the, we're coming to you from the West Coast. We take it to the East Coast, of course, to the Bronx. We're bringing the Bronx bomber himself, talking about Socrates Palmer. Sock Halloween looks pretty good if you're, uh, not trick or treating because on the 31st, we've got Showtime pay per view. Javante Davis and Leo Santa Cruz. On October 31st, again, the same day, we have Naneo Inouye versus Jason Maloney for the WBA and IBF 118-pound belts on ESPN. Then on the zone, we've got Oleg Usyk versus Derek Chisora in a heavyweight bout. Now, why did the fools that do in this pay-per-view October 31st, why did, why, why would Al Heyman move that to a date where there's already two free boxing cards on? Uh, wow. That's a great question. Um, I, you know, I, I mean, they're they're fighting in. Are they going to have a live gate at that? I, I, at that it, fight? it really doesn't matter if they're going to have a live gate. I don't think they are, but it doesn't really are, matter if they're going to have a live gate at this point in time. The, the money's with the money's with the pay per view, okay. And if you're going to put you're you're switching your fight from the twenty fourth of the month to the thirty first of the month, which is a week later. And okay, you have the right to change the, change the date if you want. But to go against two free cards on the same day to me seems like pay-per-view suicide. But then again, the Charlo Brothers, Chalomania, did 100,000 homes or around 100,000 homes a couple of weeks ago at 80 bucks a pop. That's, you know, that's a decent amount of money. They did that much. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it's still on the low end, but probably what you expected. Um, I, I believe Deontay Wilder, when he fought um, the Cuban uh, the second time on pay-per-view, did, I think, under 200. So, yeah. that's, you know, kudos to them. Um, you know, it's, it, it stinks for the, for the fight fan because, you know, you're having to bounce back and forth. Um, 
you know, and the, the boxing audience is one audience, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, the NBA or the NFL, you know, it, it's, it's one audience, you know, there's one fight and, and it would have been great for something to happen tonight. Like there's nothing going on tonight, but you know, greed and, and stuff dictates dates. And I guess it's also a way for them to measure who is the bigger draw, who, who's the, you know, I don't know. I really don't, I, it's always bothered well, me. If, I remember, you, if you've only got six people to draw from, we'll just say I'm using that number. Mm-hmm. If you only got six people to draw from, okay. And you've got, you're throwing three different plates of food at them and they're all three of them are hungry. They're going to be switching from plate to plate to plate. You're not going to get to totally, nobody's going to eat the whole plate. It's a great, great way to look at it. Yeah. You're right. It's a disservice for the fighters also. There's, you know, the spotlight you figure should be on them and, and the fans. You know, I don't know. It's, just, it's always kind of ticked me off. But, okay. you know, can you do? We'll, we'll find a way to watch them, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and, and you know, not everybody has a, you know, with today's world, not everybody has has a DVR anymore. I mean, not everybody else. Some guy said to me, I said, why don't you DVR that? He goes, I don't have one. I go, I don't either. Uh, so I think he's got a point. Um, Danny Garcia and Earl Spence. Of course, Earl Spence, the car wreck waiting to happen, I think. Of course, now they're going to go December the 5th. It looks like he's going to go in Dallas, probably at the, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I guess they can pull the roof up and close that and close it because it's going to be cold in December in Dallas. But they're going to do this in front of live crowds. Um, I'm still freaking out over the virus out here. The president got the virus. I don't know how he how he evidently kicked it in a week or whatever the, he did. Um, but the bottom line is, I don't want to get it, and I really don't feel like going to a live arena and sitting next to people. Right? Not at this point. Not not right now. Yeah, I mean, Texas is having, you know, open crowds. Um, I believe Florida as well. Um, is it that serious that you want to go in person to see something? Uh, you know, listen, people are going to do whatever feel, whatever they feel is best for them to do. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to focus on the fight itself. Uh, is Danny Garcia going to go for the brass ring? You know, I mean, so many times we've seen Danny Garcia kind of just be content to leave it up to the judges, just kind of play safe. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, the car wreck waiting to happen. You don't believe that, that Errol Spence is the same fighter. I certainly don't. I would love to see an aggressive Danny Garcia take it to Errol Spence. Let's see how Errol Spence reacts when he gets hit by a glove instead of, you know, his head hitting the windshield. You know, <laughs> it's, you know I, I would step on his foot, hit him in the arms, just, I mean, just do, I would do all kinds of, just try to discombobulate him and make, ah, you know, and then crack him and maybe inside, you know, throw a forearm at times. You got to make this dirty with Spence. You got to, you got to take Spence back to that date and to, in, in 2019 when he almost died. You've got to take him back there because when he sees those lights and sees that buzz once again and he gets clipped, I think he's going to say, you know what? I, I'm just going to take my money and go. I'm not trying to say Danny Garcia is the guy to do it. But Scott Cuddy would be if I get Scott down to 147. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have to. I mean, Errol Spence is going to have to prove a lot of people wrong. You know, I'm certainly one of the doubters. Um, kudos to him. He's fighting, you know, a, a live name, you know. Um, it, it is a dangerous fight. I mean, Danny Garcia can punch. You know, he's a former world champion. You know, he's shown moments that you really say, wow, they, you know, like when he stopped Amir Khan. But his career, instead of going into, like, that next superstardom, kind of, like, took a sideways step, you know, losing the guys like Sean Porter, who I think he's got more ability to but then. But he just maybe didn't have 
what it's inside, you know, the, the ticker, you know, to really be a great, great all-time fighter, you know, but he'll have a, he'll have his moment. Okay. Well, I haven't heard much about the internet champion lately. You know who he is, Derek Haney? I haven't heard much about Derek Haney lately. Of course, uh, the kid originally from San Francisco, now fighting out of Las Vegas. According to Ryan Garcia, in fact, Ryan gave him a belt, didn't he? I think it was Teofimo that gave him that belt. I think, he, I think he, he gave him that monster. Yeah. Well, Devin right now is looking for a dance partner. Um, all the other names, you know, they have people in front of them. Uh, you know, Lopez obviously has the, you know, the biggest date of them all. Ryan has a fight. Uh, Javante Davis has a fight. You know, Devin's, Devin needs an opponent. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, if they're able to make the fight against him and Gamboa. I mean, Gamboa, Gamboa actually showed me something you know that he went the distance with Javante Davis so maybe old. he still has something left in the tank but he's old that Cuban is old yeah. man I mean he's I mean he's old like Kid uh, Gavilan old aren't they all no here's old. what's up here's the here's a theory regarding Cuban fighters having worked with some Cuban fighters in Miami in fact I was running with them in the morning I used to smell the booze on their breath in the morning uh, anyway um stuff like that um they all lie about their age they, they can get away with it. So you see these guys that look like they're shaving and they're like in, in the seventh grade. Something's wrong when they come over. Of course, talk about Cuban exiles. Um, most of the fighters that I've come in contact with have fibbed about their age. And I think that Joel Casimir, the 1992 Olympic gold medalist, I think he was 99 going on 110 when he won the gold medal. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny you mentioned uh, El Cepillo. I saw that his name was on the uh, ballot for Hall of Fame. Uh, in your eyes, do you think he's a Hall of Fame fighter? Uh, that, that's another conversation for another day. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking, somebody just shot me a quick text here. Pay-per-view, Danny Garcia and Earl Spence. Um, has, and Larry and I pick up on this all the time, but the, the term pay-per-view used to mean something. I mean, you know, when we paid out extra bucks to watch something, it was because we were watching the premium, watching something special. I mean, like the Charlo Brothers a couple weeks ago, it was a five-and-a-half-hour broadcast. What did they bring me in five-and-a-half hours that was worth 80 bucks? Not, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Pay-per-view has been kind of bastardized. You know, you kind of – pay-per-view was supposed to be, you know, for the marquee fighters, you know, the – Tyson and Oscar and, uh, you know, of that era, you know, Vander Holyfield, uh, you know, even, I mean, let's keep it real. Floyd became a pay-per-view draw first being on the B side. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't a pay-per-view guy until he fought Arturo Gatti, you know, uh, and, uh, it's, it's not what it used to be. Um, I, at one point I figured with Canelo signing that deal with, uh, the zone, I thought, we would never hear those words, uh, those letters, pay-per-view. Well, you know, let uh, me say this. Pay-per-view is cool. You know why? If you pay me to view it, I'm down with that. Okay? <laughs> pay-per-view. Switch it around. Give me 80 bucks to watch the Charlo Brothers, and I'll watch them, and I'll get off on it. But I'm not paying 80 bucks to watch the Charlo Brothers ever. I, and, and you know what? And you shouldn't. <laughs> Unless anyway, they're fighting Canelo. Exactly. Sock say hello to the family and the agent. I love you. We'll talk soon. All right, my brother. Thank you again. The Bronx Bomber, folks. Not the Brooklyn Bomber. The Bronx Bomber himself, Socrates Palmer, appearing exclusively on Ring Talk Live Worldwide only, a sports byline production. We're talking MMA and boxing after the break. I thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Love the way you turn me on. You 
in debt you can't afford do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back because you don't what the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt if you have ten thousand dollars or more in credit card debt you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe for free information call credit associates now 1-800-258-18 we'll even show you how much money you could save If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-258-18. That's 1-800-258-18. 1-800-258-18. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Bruce is, you know, was 32 years old. Let me ex- explain something about his death, too, because there's, I guess, so many, you know, rumors that are going about about how he uh, passed away and so forth, about touch of death and drugs and so forth. And so I'd like to clarify that before we go on with the demonstration. Is Bruce, in 1968, uh, you know, he's pretty heavy in, in the weightlifting, as you could tell. He was very well built. And uh, he was lifting weights one night with uh, Karim Jabbar, who was a student of his uh, when, he, uh, when he was in Los Angeles, playing at UCLA. And he tried to lift too, many, too heavy weights, and he ruptured the disc in his back, and he was laid up in the hospital for three weeks. In fact, the doctor said that they didn't know if he'd be able to walk again or not. But, of course, with a person like Bruce, who's got the drive and determination to achieve anything in life, he was up in about a month, and, uh, and within three months he was as strong as he ever was. 
but he had constant back pains from that day on. And he was having to take medication to keep the muscles in the back loose and relaxed. So what happened is that when he was in Hong Kong preparing for his uh, next movie, he was uh, working with a, a girl named Betty uh, and who was going to co-star with him, and he got a severe headache. So Betty gave him some antibiotics for the headache, and with the medication he had taken for his back and the medication he had taken for his headache, they reacted to each other and made his brain swell up and it created an aneurysm or a ruptured blood cells in his brain. And that's actually what happened. So if anyone asks you what happened, you can tell them the true story. The great Chuck Norris on the passing of Bruce Lee. And I ran that again because somebody said to me, no, Bruce Lee died this Chuck tells you. Chuck tells you his story. Of course, he was Bruce Lee's buddy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Lenny Williams bring me back from the break. I'll never forget embarrassing myself in front of those people over there at Kimball's East when Lenny stuck the mic on my face and I had a few drinks. Bottom line is uh, there were only a few people in there that night that I know, so hopefully you guys won't hold it against me forever. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Holly Holm, of course, the preacher's daughter, young lady now 38 years old, of course, coming to us from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the former world boxing champion, a couple different weight divisions. I mean, she was the real deal. I televised her fights and, and was her ring announcer and did all kinds of things down there in Albuquerque, New Mexico when she was boxing for promoter Lenny Fresco's and Fresco's Productions. Of course, now she's the MMA star, having beat Ronda Rousey. And, of course, they trained diligently to beat Ronda Rousey. They lost the next fight to Misha Tate, a fight they probably shouldn't have wait, took. They should have waited for the Ronda Rousey rematch. Anyway, bottom line is they took the fight with Misha Tate. They lost, and Holly Holmes been scratching her way back since. Last Saturday night, she beat Iran Aldana. She was a slight favorite, although a lot of people on the inside thought that maybe those, that was a good bet, betting on Aldana as the underdog here. But the bottom line is, the end of the night, Holly Holm won going away. 50 to 44, 50 to 45, and 50 to 45. Each round is scored 10-9, usually. A one round was scored 10-8 on one judge's scorecard, thus the 50 to 44 scorecard. But the bottom line is, she was dominant for five rounds. This is The Preacher's Daughter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds of action, we go to the judges' scorecards. Here are the totals. 50-44, 50-45, and 50-45. All for your winner by unanimous decision, the preacher's daughter, Holly Holm! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with your winner, Holly Holm. Holly, that was a dominant performance, but you had to work hard to stay away from her. What was the game plan coming in? Oh, you know, she's a mover, just like me. So I just had to think about what I got to do to block if I was fighting myself a little bit, you know. Um, and really, I have nothing to do with this. My coach is <laughs> telling me what to do. Uh, it all comes down. I, I've said every fight, if I've ever lost, it's not because of the coaching. It's because of my performance. So uh, tonight we just kind of put the game plan together and was able to be victorious. And that was the game plan. Were there any variables, anything that surprised you about it? Well, we have a game plan for if it's here, do this. If it's here, do that. If it's here, do this. So there's some things that I need to work on, obviously. But I always say I like to learn from my wins and not from my losses because I learn each time. So so the goal is obviously to get back to the belt. You want that gold around your waist. What do you need to do to get there? Just keep working hard like I am. You know, when I first came into MMA, it was kind of like, you know, watch out for her boxing. And then... When I started throwing the kicks in their faces, they're like, watch out for her kicks. And then I start, you know, watch out for her clinch or, you know, my wrestling or, so when I came over to MMA, I didn't come to be a boxer in an MMA cage, you know, in an octagon. I came to be a mixed martial artist and it's taken time. I didn't start any grappling until like four weeks before my first fight in MMA. So I'm still very uh, green. I'm learning. So I just want to put it all together. 
And have you got anybody in mind? Is there one person that you think could get you a title shot, or is it straight to the belt for you? I like to just let uh, the future fold out, you know. I have a great team around me that worries about that, and I just train. Congratulations on an excellent win. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone at home. I know everybody always says that, but we couldn't be here without all your love and support. Love you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, the preacher's daughter, Holly Holm. Of course, Irene Aldana in the opposite side of the octagon dropped to uh, 12, and, 12 and 6. Bottom line is Aldana was a hot fighter coming in, had a mean left hook. I mean a Mexican left hook. She threw it sort of like Pepino Cuevas. Wasn't the most polished thing, but if it hit you, you were going to sleep. Uh, but, you know, if, if you don't hit somebody, you, your power doesn't mean anything. Muhammad Ali and George Foreman, you, if, you can't hit what you can't, if you can't hit what you're trying to punch, it doesn't work. Bottom line is Aldana tried. She lost going away. Uh, the rest of the fight card absolutely sucked. I mean, the entire card was just, just pathetic as far as the UFC was concerned, except for one other fight, <clears throat> a women's fight, a women's bantamweight fight. Jermaine Duran and me, of course, a girl that didn't want to fight uh, Chris Cyborg Santos, she decided she would pull out of a 145-pound featherweight title fight in order to like she was talking about retiring i mean she didn't want to fight chris cyborg santos of course cyborg santos went on to lose to amanda nunez anyway bottom line is she defeated julia penna with a submission in the uh third round guillotine choke outside of that the rest of the card sort of sucked um the future of the usc as far as the rest of the year is concerned of course man Ain't a whole lot on, you know, I mean, Khabib's going to come back against Justin Gaith October 24th. They're probably going to do that in Dubai. Um, they have, yeah, they are going to do that in Dubai. Of course, the Korean Zombie and Brian are taking it to, going to take place next week, October 18th. And that's a fight in which really petrifies me. And the reason why it petrifies me is that, scares me, is that Brian, uh, Brian Ortega was, he was the Oscar de la Hoya of MMA. He was pretty. He could talk. Spanish, English, he had it all, okay? And I think that they ruined him when they put him in that fight with Max Holloway. Not that they ruined him putting him in the fight, but they ruined him by letting the fight continue. I'm talking about his corner. I mean, he was beaten after the second round. I mean, you talk about a guy that he probably got beaten 10 times in that fight. In other words, if you, you know, one beating is enough, right? But he probably took 10 beatings in that fight because they just let it go and let it go and let it go and let it go. And I was just, I was, I was grimacing. I was watching this go on. I'm watching, you know, a guy get destroyed. And in the world of the USC, they don't throw in towels. They just don't do it. When I work corners, man, of course, the golden gloves and, and amateur fights and this and that. But when I work corners, I wasn't Jerry Tarkanian, like having, having with the, the uh, college football basketball coach with the towel in my mouth. But I always had a towel on my hand to throw it in in case the referee didn't see something. And maybe one of my kids was hurt because, you know, listen, I'm just, they're not here fighting for world championships. You know, no, 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 no. They're not here to get hurt. This is amateur boxing. Anyway, bottom line is I always thought the towel was prevalent and that you always should have had it in the corner, but nobody is throwing. I've never seen a towel thrown in the UFC. And all the beatings I've seen in that stuff, I've never seen anybody throwing a towel. The Brian Ortega fight, I think, was stopped by a doctor. But, man, they should have stopped that fight maybe two rounds sooner. Anyway, October 18th, the Flash Forum in Dubai, the Korean Zombie versus Brian Ortega. I hope Brian's still got something left because he just doesn't look like the same guy. He sort of looks like... I don't want to use that mongoloid term, but it's it, it just something, something's changed in his facial structure. He's just changed. His, his eyes don't look the same anymore, you know, and, and I'll get to that in a minute about guys not looking the same when I do some boxing history. Anyway, Khabib and Justin Gaithan go October 24th. Of course, that's going to be in, uh, in Dubai as well. Of course, they come back to Vegas. They've got a few dates in Vegas. They haven't got any big fights set up as of yet. John Jones is talking about wanting to fight the, the guy that's a middleweight champion. Of course, John Jones, the ex light heavyweight title holder, 205 pounds, didn't want to fight 
fight with Dominic Reyes again, which was a little bit silly because Dominic Reyes had given him a uh, bad time in, a, in his recent fight, didn't want to do a rematch. So instead, he advocated that gave up the title. He said he's going to move up to heavyweight. Now he wants to fight the middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya, of course, at 185 pounds. That's his weight. Bottom line is, John Jones, a rudderless ship right now in the world of MMA. Now, I just heard that Teddy Atlas is training Francis Ngannou. Wow. Nothing could be better for Francis Ngannou. I'm not the biggest Teddy Atlas fan in the world, but for Teddy knows boxing ABC and D and E and F. And the bottom line is he's, he's, he's talented. I mean, as a trainer, there's no doubt about it. Good motivationist in the corner. I remember the Michael Moore fight and things like that. So, I mean, he's, he's got it all down. Of course, a bit of an ego too. We all do. But the bottom line is now he's training Francis Ngannou. Ngannou, of course, he twice beaten, maybe thrice beaten, uh, USC heavyweight. I think he taught, lost a fight early on. Then he lost to Derek Lewis. And then he lost that title fight, of course, in the prior to the Lewis fight to Stipe Miocic. Of course, he had Miocic all but out in the first round, but couldn't deal with the five-round distance and the fact that they went down on the ground. Once he got on the ground, he was out of his element. Now, with Teddy Atlas teaching him how to stand up box. I mean, the guy had a decent record as a boxer. I think he was stopped once as a professional boxer, but he had a decent record coming out of Boston, out of uh, Paris, Paris, France. So what I'm trying to say is, I think this guy, I'm saying it right now, I think Francis Ngannou has a chance to beat every heavyweight in the world in boxing. Every, I, I think if he hits him, it's all over. The guy hits too hard. I know he's punching people with four-ounce gloves, and when they step it up to heavyweight, he'll probably be punching people with eight-ounce gloves as far as heavyweight boxing center, 10-ounce gloves. But I think even with that additional weight, I think he punches so hard. He, is a hard, he punches harder than Ernie Shavers. And how hard did Ernie Shavers punch? Larry Holmes put it to me like this. Have you ever been knocked down by a punch you didn't see, Pedro? I said, no, Larry. Same with me, except the time... Ernie Shavers hit me. I saw the punch coming. I saw it coming, and I said to myself, oh, boy, here comes a punch. You sort of like, you mentally prepare yourself and physically prepare yourself for the, to taking this punch, and somehow you could take it, but that's how hard Shavers punched that Holmes couldn't take it. At the end of the day, I think that Francis Ngannou is a super athlete, and he might be able to take over both the world of boxing and the world of UFC. In fact, you know, as far as UFC is concerned, wasn't too uh, pleased with that card last week. They didn't give out any fight of the night performances or anything like that. I think they gave away some $50,000 bonuses. But at the end of the night, Dana White's still <clears throat> the pimp that he is, giving away at the most. He's willing the cop to 18 cents on the dollar to talent. Think about that. You're working for somebody or you're working for a company. They bring in a dollar and they pay you maybe 12 cents. Well, you're, the, you're, the, you're their big star. You're, 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 you're what keeps the company going. And they're going to give you 12 cents out of a dollar. In other words, they're going to keep 88 cents for administration and for ownership, you know, stock, stock chips and all that kind of good stuff. At the end of the day, when the UFC sold for $4.2 billion, it was the biggest ripoff in the history of sports. I think it was. I mean, $4,200 million? Come on. And, and they got guys going tonight? Get this. Talk about a B card, October 11th. Of course, it's coming to us from Dubai. It'll be here on tonight, October the 10th, as far as I think ESPN is concerned. But you got a name, Mar uh, Marlon Moraes, and the main event against Corey Sanhagen. Edson Barbosa, a washup if there was one from a couple of years ago, uh, taking on Makai Amakani. Bottom line is Ben Rothwell, an old veteran heavyweight on the card. I mean, there's nothing really big on this card. In other words, it's a whole lot of nobodies. And that's what the UFC's gotten to be, a whole lot of nobodies. $4.2 billion, you got taken, no doubt about that. Let's talk boxing history. Of course, today, October 10th in boxing history, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, it was the day that Eddie Futch, the great Eddie Futch, left us. And I'll never forget, he, of course, I was at his funeral with um, 
uh, oh God, who's Barry, Barry Gordy, of course, the founder of Motown Records. I got to spend some time with him. Of course, he was trained by Eddie Futch at one point in time. In fact, I think, I think Gordy went like 13 and four or 13 and two with four or five knockouts. He couldn't punch much as a Bantamweight. Speaking of Bantamweights, I still mention Manuel Stewart. Of course, he was the best Bantamweight ever to come out of the, uh, city of Detroit, 1964, amateur NAAU, Golden Gloves champion. I miss you, Emmanuel, the gold father. And Paris, France, 1987 on this date. October the 10th, uh, lightweight King Jose Luis Ramirez, who I got to spar a couple of rounds with in San Jose when I was a kid. Uh, I think I'm a kid now. But KO5, Cornelius Bose Edwards. Edwards wasn't in that fight at all. Of course, he was 130, moving up to 135 pounds. And when I sparred with Ramirez, I didn't know he was Ramirez. Didn't know who it was until it was over. Um, he was a left-hander. He was tall. He was lean. And I don't remember a whole lot about it other than we went six minutes. Um, Paris, France, 1998, Sean Bay Mitchell. Beats a guy by the name of Khalid Rahil, the w- wins the WBA Junior Welterweight title. And that same venue, a guy from across the pond, James Page from Concord, California, KO2 Andre Pestrov. Of course, that was for the WBA Welterweight title. And get this. This is how stupid he was, how stupid his parents were. His mother was, who she was his manager, Mrs. Page. She calls me on the phone and she says, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I've been offered a title fight at 154 with Felix Trinidad for like a million five. And I said, yeah, take it. She goes, yeah, but Don King's going to take this and take that. And all I'm going to get is $700,000 after the, after it's all broken up. I said, <clears throat> I said, well, Carl King's got his manager's cut, the trainer's cut. I said, $700,000, that's still like $500,000 more than you make fighting anybody else. And, and you get to keep your title at 147 because you'll be fighting the Trinidad at 154. Well, the mother didn't go with me and the mother bucked a trend. Okay. She didn't buy. I told her, please, please, you're going to ruin this kid's career. She didn't listen to me. She went the other way. They took a fight with a guy named uh, Six Heads Lewis, and they got knocked out real quick for 150 grand. Bottom line is 700 grand. You still would have had your title. You could have went back to 147. Dumb move, Mrs. Page. I don't think she's like a mama Charlo. She isn't that close to her kids, but man, she was she was bad for James Page's career. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live World. History brought to you by, of course, historian Bill O'Neill. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Playing some happy music because I went to a virtual funeral yesterday. Stockholm, Sweden. friend of mine passed away. COVID. um, That's the way it goes. 52 years old. It is what it is, according to the president. Yeah, well, I feel pretty bad. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing. And, of course, tomorrow, the Sunday edition comes to you at 11 a.m. Pacific on. That's 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and Twitch.tv if Cuddy can fix his channel. Evidently, the Twitch.tv thing is working, but the audio is not going across. And anyway, but sorry about that, but we'll fix that up. Of course, that will be tomorrow. But tomorrow, Larry Merchant will be here, and I have got a special guest for hour number two. And I will sort of surprise it with you tomorrow when Ring Talk airs live at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide 24-7. You always catch our podcast at Anchor.com. Just look for Ring Talk Live Worldwide at Anchor.com. Of course, our podcast 24-7. Check them out commercial-free as well. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know, there's a thousand things, a million things you can be doing right now. The fact you listen to the show, well... I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My buddy Lenny Williams to the break. My producer is the great Scott Cuddy. Until Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, this has been the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide.